Hello and welcome to Students on Standby, where we talk about all things students. Hi guys, welcome back to Students on Standby, where we help you through some common issues that you and your fellow university students might be experiencing. If you're new here, welcome to our podcast. This is the second episode in the series, so if you haven't already, feel free to go listen to the first episode. I'm Cherry. I'm Lauren. And I'm Veronica. In our last podcast, we talked to you about preparing for university, the application process, and what to do if you don't quite make the grades to get into your chosen university. In today's podcast, we're focusing on some more practical aspects, where to live, the difficulties that come with finding a flat, but more importantly, the issues that a lot of us students are facing right now in the current housing crisis. Yeah, and I think this housing crisis is particularly relevant for students like us who are looking for rented accommodation rather than buying something. There are more and more young people choosing to go into further education, so the demand is increasing, but so is the cost. So it is becoming harder and harder for young people to find housing that's affordable, even with government loans. Exactly. I'm sure many of you are already aware the UK is currently dealing with the cost of living crisis so everything's getting more expensive and this is affecting housing and for most students who are already struggling with the rising costs this has become a huge problem so we wanted to make sure that you have all the information about the issues your fellow students are facing or have faced but don't panic we've also prepared some resources that we hope will help you guys find somewhere nice to live in your upcoming year. Yes so let's talk about statistics for a second we did a little bit of research about the costs as well as student statistics surrounding student housing. We discover on the Complete University Guide that the average rent for students in the UK is about £166 per week. It's crazy, but it's even more if we take into consideration private rentals that can range from anything between £155 to over £200 per week. And if you're living in bigger cities like London or Edinburgh, it can be even more. The money most students get from the government really covers it because 68% of students have to make up the rest or all of that by working more than 10 hours a week and that's something that me and Cherry are experiencing right now because we are both working in order to find some financial help. Cherry you work two jobs right? Yeah so the money I get from the government doesn't cover what it needs to cover so I'm currently working at Tesco three days a week so mm-hmm. I, it, that's my main job and then I work a freelancing job just to save up the extra little pennies that I might need. Yeah I'm also working as a waitress in a restaurant and and I come from Italy. Here in the UK, it's a lot more expensive. I got a UK, like a EU postgraduate scholarship, but it doesn't cover anything at all. So I'm working in order to find some help for paying my rent here. We also covered through a survey done by the NUS Scotland that 12% of students had experienced homelessness. And the Financial Times talk about it this as well. They had found that almost 3,000 students' beds were built, but there was a demand of a around 8,000 students. So it was definitely nowhere near enough. Yeah, I can definitely relate to this. From my experience, I actually joined my course. So I'm doing a master's in journalism at Napier University. And I joined when the course had already officially started. So I was a little bit last minute, but I had a really hard time finding accommodation. It took me, I think, a little over two weeks. So for that time in between, I was actually traveling up and down by train from Inverness, which is about four hours by oh train, God, if anybody knows that journey. Yeah. It's, it's a very long way. Far. 
far. Very far. And it's also quite expensive. Definitely quite pricey. <laughs> How much did you have to pay? I think even with my rail card, I have a 16 to 25 rail card and it was still just over £40. Oh my God. A lot if you're doing yeah. it twice a week at least. Yeah, it usually costs like £70 because I'm yeah. from Inverness so I've travelled from there. It's like usually around £70 to get to Edinburgh from there. So I was doing that twice a week which meant very early start and it was very tiring. I was trying to catch up with the work and meet new people but it's very demanding and quite difficult. I also had a week where I was couch surfing so I was staying with some friends and family which is very kind of them but definitely less than ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean you're definitely not the only person that has struggled with this. When we were doing our research for this episode uh, we had found that students had carried out a survey. They had found that more than 80% of student accommodations were already taken before the semester had even started so if you don't book way in advance you might be left with nowhere to live. Exactly. Even for me I joined as I say after the course had started so in my head I thought okay at least I will have missed the big rush at the beginning of term but I actually found the opposite it was almost even more competitive people were more desperate maybe and I found it was definitely a case of first come first serve. I was trying to find a flat whilst not in the city so online or by phone. If you weren't the first person to get in there with an offer somebody else would beat you there. So instead of landlords searching for the right tenants they were just looking for the first person to offer the right amount of money so it was definitely each man for his own. Veronica's the only one that's an international student so we also wanted to look at that aspect. It's also interesting how much international students struggle. So many international students come to the UK for their studies but they do struggle a lot more when finding accommodation because they're not here. One in eight deal with homelessness but for international students that's one in five. I know Veronica has a couple of things she can say about that. Yes my god the situation was crazy because it took me two months to find a flat and I was looking at so many like Facebook group chats and websites. The difficult part was that I wasn't here so I wasn't able to come uh, for actual viewings because I had landlords that were saying to me yeah can you come tomorrow for a viewing but that wasn't absolutely possible. Eventually I managed to find a flat with other students and because my current flatmate that is from France he posted an advert on Facebook saying that he was applying for a flat with other students and we were all international students apart from one guy that was from the UK and the craziest thing was that we were all applying for the same flats but the guy from UK was the only one that was able to get the actual viewing so that was really really annoying and we also had problems in order to find a UK guarantor because clearly we weren't from the UK so we didn't have connection with the actual country so we didn't know anybody here and if you do not have a UK guarantor you have to pay six months of rent in advance that it's crazy because the rent is so expensive everywhere eventually I managed to find a UK guarantor but I can totally understand that most of the international students cannot find one uh, it's absolutely crazy I actually had a slightly similar situation last year I was living over in France for work and when I was moving over I really arrived in France without a flat yet because I had been able to find anything similarly to Veronica I was on a year-long visa anytime I would apply for a flat I would either not hear back or they would just say straight up no we can't take you yeah that's insane I mean even in the UK you know home students struggle with the guarantor situation so I can't even imagine how international students try and navigate that so for example myself I'm from a single parent family my mum doesn't work so if you don't have a parent that works full-time then you're going to really struggle for international students who don't know maybe how to navigate the guarantor system or don't know anybody that can take on that role for them it becomes a lot more difficult yes absolutely definitely but we also did want to reach out to some other international students so we wanted to share um, an interview with you just to give you some insight into what issues you could face 
My name is Letizia Torri. Uh, I'm Italian. I'm 21 years old and I study at the University of Stirling. How everything went is that I was looking for a flat, let's say mid-July. Everyone told me like it's too early, like we still don't have anything and I was like okay. So then I talked to this girl on face group shares and she was like oh yeah I have a room. I was like okay perfect. It was pretty cheap. It was like 500 pounds per month and I was like okay sounds good. This was all over Facebook, all over FaceTime so I didn't have anything written down from her but she was like perfect my roommate is moving out so I need someone to move in and you sound lovely like it sounds like we're gonna vibe so I was like okay perfect I have a house but time went by and this was like mid-August and then end of August beginning of September so I kept texting her being like when can I move in like I need to book my flight and then she was like oh like she still doesn't know she's she herself needs to find a flat and then I kept texting her she kept telling me like it's gonna happen soon like she's going to view other flat and then one day I text her and I'm like I need to book my flights like you need to tell me when I can move the next day she texted me saying look my flatmate did not find a house so I cannot rent you the room anymore and I was like okay I needed to start uni one week later so I had no flight no flat and nothing else like I was like oh what am I gonna do thankfully two other girls texted me on Facebook saying that we saw what happened to you uh, we are in the same situation so that kind of the same happened to them as well so we started looking together and then after I would say five to six days we had a flat but it was pure luck. Do you think universities should help you more with searching for accommodation? My situation is different because I don't study in Edinburgh so mm -hmm. for me it's more commuting so I don't know how my personal university mm -hmm. could have helped me. I know of people that study in Edinburgh that really struggle in finding a flat so I definitely think that there should be some kind of support from the university. You find it easier or more difficult to find a flat this year compared to the year before? This year, but just because I tried to find it sooner rather than last year. Last year for me was very last minute, mm -hmm. but this year, as I said, I started in mid-July and everyone was like, there's no flats available mm -hmm. yet, like it's too early, you have to start in, in August and then this happened. How do you find it in terms of how much you're paying? Does that equate to the, the quality of the flat? locations sort of amenities you have do you feel like it's worth it a 50 50 i mean i pay 750 pounds per month without bills mm -hmm. which i didn't get yet so i don't know how much that's going to be i live in the meadows so it's a pretty good location but still like it's 20 minute walk from waverly it's 20 minute walk from town so it's not that close it's not like i can go mm -hmm. to two minutes and then i'm at waverly or something like that so But as a student, I would say, like, it's so much money. And I, I can say that I have a part-time job, but if I didn't have the support from my parents, I wouldn't be able to afford it, and I wouldn't know what to do. So definitely very expensive, yeah. 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 I wanted to ask you, like, if you have some tips or suggestions for people, especially students that are struggling finding a flat here in Edinburgh. I would say just ask around as much as you can, even though it sounds really like an easy thing to say. But I found that thanks to sharing and using Facebook and using the people that I knew, like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be able just don't focus on the websites that just advertise mm -hmm. some houses because that's not going to be enough. Like at the end, there surely is something that or some house that is going to be it's going to be available. Fun fact, my boss from work is my guarantor for the house oh, because right, 
as an international person, I had to pay six months in advance rent or I had to have a UK guarantor and that is my boss. So yeah, just try and get as much support as you can from people next to you and there is going to be a solution at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think that finding a UK guarantor for international students is the worst absolutely, part. Yeah, yeah. so you, you were so lucky, I think, yeah. in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Like Otherwise, I would have had to pay six months rent in advance, yeah. which was impossible because I couldn't afford that Mm -hmm. and so yeah I was really lucky but that that was the only way like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known what to do thank you so much for being here and for your interview Okay, and now for some slightly more light-hearted stuff, hopefully. We've probably successfully scared you, but don't worry, we do have some good news. We have a couple of tips that we think could be useful to anybody listening who is looking for somewhere to live at the moment. In my own experience, I would definitely recommend by starting to look at university pages. Most of them have a page dedicated to accommodation, and they have some links for useful websites on there, or a phone number, or an email to the university itself. But if they don't have what you need, then just send them a little email. There are definitely no stupid questions, and in my experience they were all really friendly and there to help. I would also recommend Spare Room which is a website for people who are looking for flatmates. This is actually how I found my current flatmates. I'm living with two other girls who are studying and I had posted an advert on there with some information about me, what kind of flatmates I was looking for. They sent me a little email and now I live with them. (laughs) If you are looking for more dorm room type vibe there are also private letting companies you can go for. A lot of students opt for university branded accommodation in their first year but after that there are private letting companies for university dorms they're all over the UK we have Vita Hello Student Unite Students IQ I know for me personally when I was doing my undergraduate in Sheffield I stayed at Student Roost and they offer incentives like refer a friend and get £50 voucher or they tend to be more designed for students in terms of they will fit their rent times around when you get your student finance so I would definitely go and have a look at some of those websites as well but if you're wanting to live away from dorm rooms so how should is definitely a popular option. Yes, because you can find a lot of other students that are looking for a flat on many Facebook group chats because that's how I found my current flatmates. We also want to recommend you to join Facebook group chats because it can be really helpful to find spare rooms or other people to live with. But obviously, you have to just be careful about scams. Don't pay anything in advance before checking that that flat actually exists. Always see the room. If you can get a Skype call, do it. Yeah, Don't rely exactly. on pictures. Exactly, absolutely. Even if you are an international student, so you weren't in the actual city, try to get an online viewing before to actually check uh, that everything is alright. We hope you found some of this useful and if you need help finding accommodation, make sure to talk to your university because every university has supporting services that are really, really helpful. And there are also student organizations like Unipol, which is a student housing charity for UK students that you can turn to for help. I think that's all we have time for today thank you to everyone listening thank you for joining us and we wish you all the best with your search we hope you'll join us for the next episode Bye. Bye.